Hey everybody, it's Dan. Um, a little note on this episode. The movie we're talking about, um, Hell's a Poppin', is from 1941. And so in honor of that, we uh, recorded my end of the conversation through a telephone that was manufactured in 1941 to make it sound as terrible as possible. That is not true. What is true is we tried a different method of recording and um, it didn't t- it didn't come out great. Aaron sounds fine. Um, but my end of it does not sound super great. Um, it you can tell that I am on a phone basically. Um, so we're we're going to go back to the old way from now on. Um, but just uh uh, an apology for the sound quality, especially since I'm the one doing most of the talking this time. Um, yeah, but I hope that doesn't dissuade you from, uh, if not listening, uh, please listen because it's a fun time. But also do check out uh, the links that are in the show description for the movie Hell's a Poppin', which is completely hilarious and fun. Um, I, I think the longest you'll go without laughing is about 12 seconds when they'll do like a verse of a normal song before Martha Ray takes over and it gets silly again. Um, so yeah, do check out Hell's a Poppin' and the other YouTube links for uh, some Cass Daly examples because she is a goddess of comedy. She's wonderful. Um, so yeah, with that said, here is the, uh, this week's episode of the Dan and Aaron like Rama. Enjoy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Dan and Aaron like Rama music. So hello. A fitting opening to a fitting episode, wouldn't you say? No, absolutely not. I well, never I kind of thought not. Um, so um, today's so, episode, uh, yeah, I'm going to basically is, hand it right over to you, man. Kick it off. Thank you. Thank, thank you kindly. Sarah. So this episode, uh, talking about one of my all-time favorite movies, mm-hmm. it is mostly a joy to sit and watch but it is also a joy to think of in the context of the time and how everything was going and what came before and after of like wow they really did that right 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 it's 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 just something it's incredible the movie but the movie is Hell's Upon, based on the Broadway play of the same name by Ollie Olson and Chip Johnson. And uh, yes. this episode of the Lyco Rama is brought to you by the novels Right Ho Jeeves by P.G. Woodhouse. <laughs> and Make Sure You Gruesomely Murder the Right Ho Jeeves, You Son of a Bitch, by P.G. 13 Woodhouse. <laughs> love it love it that's my 
That's my funny joke. No, that's good. I like that. I like that. Um, dopey, but I love it. <laughs> it's very silly. Um, so yeah, so Elsa Poppin. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a stage play. It started in '38, and uh, the movie came out uh, in December of '41. Right. December 26, Fort of 1941. Uh, that's a month where it's important what day it is because that's when Pearl Harbor happened and we yeah. had the war and everything right, was right, turned right. upside down overnight. Yep. yep. Uh, so this was like two or three weeks after Pearl Harbor. This mm-hmm. movie comes out. Right. Um, and it is, it's these two like, 45, 50 year old guys. Mm-hmm. It was the 40s, so they might have been like 30 and looked like they're 50. Right. Just because people didn't age as well back then. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> as soon as you put on a suit, you automatically look like you were like in the range of being 40 years old back then. Yeah. So it's, but it's these, these two middle aged guys. Uh, and it's based on their stage play of the same name. And um, from the moment the play came out, mm-hmm. it was basically everyone considered it complete chaos. And it <laughs> was a really popular show because when you go in, you have no idea what's going to happen. It's so right. nuts. Right. They're basically, they're these two middle-aged guys and they're like living cartoons. Yep. Yep. Even... Even if you think of like who's someone really wacky and zany and cuckoo, you know, if you think of like Steve Martin in the seventies, yeah, right, they're zanier and crazier than that. Like the wild and crazy guys, but even one step further, right? Yeah, um, you know, or like uh, Spike Jones, or it's I would say Spike Jones is getting closer. Uh, Spike Jones and the City Slickers, not the director of Spike Jones. Right. Um, or you know, it's it's they're they're they'd be much more at home in Looney Tunes than anything tethered to reality. Right. And the number of gags per minute is, and keep in mind, this is 1941. Yeah. From a, that's the you know things are really slow. Right. Take a minute. You know, if, even if you go back and watch the March Brothers, there's, you know, they sit there and pause for you to get the reaction. Before yeah, I was going to say, I, I was going to say the closest equivalent, I guess, during that era, and, and you may want to date check me here, but I guess the cl- closest equivalent during that era would be um, the Marx Brothers. And w- would it also be the Three Stooges, Mo, Larry, and Curly? Or are they? Uh, yeah, on? they came out a little later, but yeah, yeah. Around, uh, right at the same time. Yeah. But all of that is still like both the Marx Brothers and Mo, Larry, and Curly. Because I remember watching some of Hell's a Popping, and both the Marx Brothers and the Three Stooges build in just enough um, space in between each joke so that you, the audience member, could go, oh, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Right. But it's yeah. not madcap quite the way that uh, Hell's a Popping is. Yeah, and and just it's like the number of jokes per minute. It's the like thirty rock or airplane 
right. or Naked Gun, uh, or even more so Police Squad that Naked yeah. Gun was based on, right. just so condensed and so tiny. It's condensed to the point where they not only trimmed the fat out of the script, they took out individual frames in the yeah. editing room to right. make it faster. Yeah. And I mean, it's not long. It's like an hour 20 or something. Like it's, right. I think it's less than an hour and a half. It's tight, but, but it's so bonkers. It, but yeah, but they were still like, oh, we should shave a few seconds off of this. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it makes all the difference because it just, it's just, it's nonstop. It's so yeah. exciting. Right. And you just, you never have a chance to catch your breath. Um, maybe when there's a musical number, but not really. Because right. <laughs> even the musical numbers are, are like, you know, showstoppers. Like, wow, what's going on? Yeah. And silly and funny. Um, so the, like I say, it's based on the stage play, Hell's a Poppin'. And yeah. there's, I guess there's a plot, you know, it's like <laughs> similar to the March Brothers movies. It's like, right. oh yeah, I guess there's a plot. Okay, right. the boy's trying to get the girl. Yeah. And there's some rich person with right. and there's uh you know, the couple of knuckleheads come in and they screw everything up. <laughs> you know though, I, I like just for some context though, and I, I hope this is all right. I just wanna I I wanna note that like the frenetic pace at which this movie moves is it is just downright impressive. Like I, one of the things that will always stand out to me is sitting down to watch this and I didn't have time to watch all of it, but I, I remember kind of jumping through bits and pieces of it cause it's on YouTube. And, but I, I remember watching through the beginning and the part that I absolutely love is that at the beginning they launch into a full, like song and dance production number, like a 1940s era, like set piece and everything. And midway oh, yeah. through it, and midway through it, they turn all the stairs into slides and everybody goes, slides yeah. down into the pit. Yeah, and they trash it's, it. And then everyone's yeah. falling down in the credits oh and they God. land in hell. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, and like it starts out in hell and they're like oh and there's guys and devils with little tridents right. poking people <laughs> right. um and uh and and then we find out oh this is a movie set and the guy's like all right cut 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 <laughs> um and there's there's stuff like okay so let me back up so the stage play it's based on yeah to do something crazy in a movie is one thing. And we haven't even got to the first crazy thing. <laughs> but in a theater, in a Broadway theater, it's hard to make crazy things happen. Yep. But they had cast members jumping up into the seat next to them people they didn't right. know were in the show oh you're in the show oh my god <laughs> there were electric buzzers under right. some of the seats that they would right. activate and shock people there were giant crazy props coming from out of nowhere coming up <laughs> the aisles coming from the wings coming from right. the back of the theater things falling into the you know right crazy stuff right 
it was it was part comedy, part musical, part three ring circus. Yeah, yeah. Um, one and, gag that uh, a running gag that was in the Broadway show that they brought to the movie was this guy. He had a little flower pot, and he's going, "Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones," <laughs> looking for Mrs. Jones to give her right. his flowers. And you know, five minutes later, the he comes through again, and it's a little bit bigger. And then eventually, like an hour later, he's coming through, and it's a full-size tree that he's carrying around <laughs> in the scene, looking for. And just, it's it's very it's just. Oh, I guess you could do that. Okay, but yeah, it's, the it's knowledge. Of, oh, you did this in a theater as well. It's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and so then they get a movie, and they get right. cameras and editing and camera tricks, and they go, "Oh, we could have fun with this." Right. Right. So, as you said, it starts out with this big musical in hell, mm-hmm. big 40 set piece, 30s, 40 set piece. Um, and then a taxi cab explodes out of nowhere. <laughs> Just kaboom. Oh, there's yep. a taxi. All right. Uh, there's devils turning people on a giant rotisserie. <laughs> I like, it's uh, so good. It's so freaking I, good, man. I love it. I like when a, a demon gets drafted, and as he's walking through the scene, it's <laughs> and his his red pajamas turn into an army uniform. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Um, you you mentioned the Three Stooges. Uh, one of them, Shem Howard, is is in this. He plays the projectionist of the movie, and they I talk to the, project, about that. to the projectionist and has yeah. him rewind the movie. And say, hey, wait, go back to that point. What what happened there? The opening, the this is and this is the first like four minutes. Right, right. They spoil the plot to the entire movie <laughs> that's coming up. It's so fast. That's the great part is that all of what you're talking about, it's it's all like within a matter of minutes. That's the part that just blew my mind about this as I sat yeah. down to like watch this. It's like this is so. Oh my god, you know, you don't do this in a movie. What are you doing? Right. You know? Yeah. And and not only do they spoil their movie, they spoil Citizen Kane, which had only come out three or four months ago. <laughs> I had forgotten about that. That's just hilarious. <laughs> and they do a rosebud joke <laughs> that spoils Citizen Kane. It's oh just, my god, that's it's awesome! Great. <laughs> um, that's fantastic. That is stellar. So they're like, "All right, stop, stop, stop!" And they're you know they're they're walking through. Uh, the the set and they uh, they're talking to the director. The director says, "Okay, we uh, the movie needs to go like this, and then it should do this." And they and they go, "No, no, 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 no. We want it to be like our stage show." Yeah. And so they uh, they start showing a reel from the movie that they haven't shot yet to explain <laughs> to the like the movie that hasn't happened yet. They're like, "Oh, that's great. Oh yeah, that's Betty. And oh yeah, that's so and." So. and it's just it's spectacular, and, and it's the uh, very movie that they're about to be in. Oh, God, yeah, that's so good. That's so and, good. I you love know, it. And that's a gag that's echoed forty-five years later in Spaceballs when they're we're at now. Now what's happening? When, now? Yeah. What's happening now? Yeah, right. Watching when the is, mo- the video of the movie that's not made yet. Right. When is then now? Soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one of these. Uh, types of gags is uh, further into the movie. Um, characters in the movie uh, tell a kid in the audience watching the movie 
that his mom wants him to go home, and so he gets up and leaves. Uh, and this was a gag redone. Looney Tunes took it a couple times, but then it was redone okay. in around 1990 in Gremlins 2. Hulk Hogan oh, stands neat. up and talks to the projectionist about, you know, <laughs> I don't want to watch this. I'm, yeah, people came here to drink sodas, they eat popcorn, and watch Gremlins. Put Gremlins back on. <laughs> That's hilarious. I had completely forgotten about that scene in, in Gremlins, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, Gremlins 2, I, maybe the best sequel. Sorry, Empire Strikes mm-hmm. Back. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just so all this craziness happens, and they finally get the the sort of proper story going. Right. And uh, there's the there's the kind of classic '30s screwball characters. There's the uh, Martha right. Ray, uh, who's known as the Big Mouth. Martha Ray is uh, the boy crazy she wolf. She's right. chasing all the guys. She's literally chasing guys around <laughs> around the scene. Right. Um, she reminds me of Bonnie Hunt. She has that Chicago. Oh yeah, when you want to buy, right, right, right. Delivery, which is, right. is really nice. Um, and so yeah, she's there's a the the rich guy is the foreign prince, and he's pretending he's pretending to be a broke phony and trying to hide the fact that he's a broke phony, so everyone will. You know, it's this whole like three layers yeah. inception of of money. Um, her big number is watch the birdie, in which she has a camera and she's taking pictures. And uh, when she takes the pictures, you know, it freeze frames, which is you know pretty cool for an '80s music video. Except yeah. it's 1941, so again, pretty good for 1941. Hell yeah. Um, speaking of pretty good for 1941 back in a projectionist booth yes we keep going back to the projectionist booth where Sean meanwhile Sean <laughs> Howard and his girlfriend are up there yep and they're they get the the reels mixed up and the the film's falling all over the floor and they're trying to get it uh they're trying to get it fixed up and everything right. the screen is shaking and it gets off center and at one point they they're trying to um there's like the big black bar between between frames and at one point the big black bar is about three quarters of the way up the screen or halfway up yeah it's about halfway up the screen and Ollie and johnson they're like olsen and johnson hey how'd you get up there what up here what are you doing down there and uh if that sounds familiar one of the best cartoons duck amok Oh, yeah. Did that joke where uh, where yeah. Daffy Duck is getting drawn and erased and redrawn and the different things? Right, right. They did that joke in Duck Amok. Um, like the greatest, you know, like Duck Amok and um, What's Opera Doc are always the big two Warner Brothers cartoons that everyone's like, oh my God, Chuck Jones and Looney Tunes, brilliant genius. And they, this joke was around twelve years before later. that. Yeah, you know what? I had never, I had <laughs> never made action. it. I had never made it to that point in in Hell's a Poppin'. So I actually was not aware of that part. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, and you know they 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 try the different 
the projectionist tries to fix it and they end up in a, in a Western movie and they say, hey, get those fake Hollywood Indians all that. Get them out of here. <laughs> <It'll be great. laughs> Just a nice, okay, excellent. Right. Good call out there. Right. Um, but they, so all of this madcap stuff is going on and they're playing with form. They're playing with format. They're playing with the, you know, the meta of breaking the fourth wall and being in a movie and right. putting themselves in the theater with you as you watch them in the movie and all that, you know, right. all this, you know, experimental stuff yeah. for a kooky goofball movie. Right. And they're not doing it because they're deep and intellectual and existentialist and postmodern. No. They're just, they're just, oh, that'd be funny. Doing it because it's ridiculous and because it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. So much of, there's so much of it's tapping into a deep tradition of, mm -hmm. of comedy being right. at the forefront of theory. Yeah. Except they yeah. don't call it theory. They call it jokes. <laughs> right, 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 right. And it's it's that intersection and overlap of can we get away with doing something nuanced and complex, but also silly to see if um, to see if we can get away with it? Can we can we just see if we can get away with it? And yeah. uh, then once you get away with it, it's like, yeah, but it was just a joke. And yeah, it was a joke, but it was also a uh, it was also playing with the format, and by playing with the format in that way, they have succeeded. Yeah, and that and that opens the door for self serious people to then yeah. take all the fun out of it and, and yeah. write dissertations. We should write a paper explicating this. No, I mean you could just say <laughs> it's a you could I mean, just say it's could. a good joke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's I, uh, it's just so exciting, but that it adds a level to the excitement. It adds a layer to the excitement of like, you right. know, when you go back and think about it later, oh, wow, they really screwed that up. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, and so all this crazy stuff is happening. And then it's like, okay, it's it's almost like the movie says, okay, let's take a break and go watch the greatest dancing you've ever seen right and i don't know if you've ever heard of whitey's lindy hoppers uh nope <laughs> that one's new so, to me uh, the lindy hop was a sort of uh banana swing dance oh, um, so okay bonkers. all right okay and so around this time all of the delivery guys and cooks and maids and all them they are they are black right and uh some of them a few of them enter into a back room and oh here's a guitar okay blunk, blunk, blunk. oh hey look at that there's a piano blunk, 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 blunk. and they start playing and they're like wait a minute you're slim and slam you guys I, <laughs> you're doing a neat thing you're good right Right. And then uh, this oh this incredible incredible group of dancers, Whitey's Lindy Hoppers. Okay. Uh, it'd be like calling them, you know, Bob's Break Dancers. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. Got it. Got it. Got it. I know it's a it's a little bit of an opaque. I had uh, to put it together once. I, yeah, I've got it now. Yeah, All Whitey right. is a, a guy. Whitey 
uh, apostrophe F, Lindy Hoppers. They do right. the Lindy Hop. And they do the Lindy Hop. All right. This dancing is just outstanding. It's incredible. Yeah. It's acrobatic. They're right. throwing each other, kicking each other, knocking each other over, spinning, flipping. They're dragging each other around on the floor. Oh, uh, yeah. I've seen some videos of this, and I now know generally what you're talking about. Yeah, it's absurd. It's crazy because it basically it's like one it's it's a dance where it's one step away from like physically flailing your dance partner all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, it's it's really I mean, they're throwing each other in the and it's not just the guy throwing the girl, the girl's throwing the guy too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you're looking at me and you're like, how are these human beings? Right. Like, how are these not some like yeah, powerful when they, robots or something? Yeah, because when they do that dance, they look like freaking, body can do. Yeah, they look like rag dolls. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's some of the most impressive things I've ever seen people do. Yeah. yeah and exactly. and the music is fantastic too. It's all this like really upbeat. You know, and it's just, it's absolutely fantastic. If, I mean, if you just want to Google Whitey's Lindy Hoppers and watch some of them on YouTube, like, there's your day. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> and but and now like, you're doing that for the rest of the day. <laughs> wow. You're just like, wow, I suck. Right. I need to go get good at something. Because like them, they're good at something. I'm, wow. Right. <laughs> Um, so that's the like intermission, except instead of a, oh, let's go to the lobby and relax. It's, oh my God, that's the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Right. It's, it's crazy dancing time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so now you've seen the height of human achievement and you're ready for the rest <laughs> of the funny movie. And now um, it's time for about round two. <laughs> yeah. And they do. And this is a little bit of a trope in those you know, sort of night at the opera kind of things where, okay, and now there's the big stage show and right. we need to mess it up because reasons, I don't know. And <laughs> so they do, they, <laughs> this is just, they're just, whatever, what other jokes do we have in the bag? Make those happen. <laughs> yeah, Make right. What can, I, what can I roll out at this point? Back yeah, up right. the, tr the truck of jokes and pour them on the stage. Mm -hmm. um, there's dancers who get a bunch of sneezing powder and so as Martha Ray is trying to do this fancy dance she's sneezing and they're dropping each other on the floor and everything there is a bear driving in on a scooter uh, an actual bear <laughs> on a scooter coming in now um, that's interesting because that's also in an era where I mean it's 1941 so this is back when you can actually do, you can actually get away with doing oh, sure. um, like trained animals doing stuff that maybe trained animals should not be doing, but that's really interesting. That's cool. Um, All right. All I right. think it was an actual bear. Maybe it was a guy in a suit. I don't remember. Right. right, right. Um, uh, there's a guy in the audience who's desperately trying to read his comic book. <laughs> and so they're like, here, there's a light here. And they set him on a chair Right. on the wing of the stage and they have a spotlight and he's, he's holding it up to the spotlight trying to read it and so he, he gets onto the middle of the action on the stage trying to read his comic. <laughs> That's uh, cool Frankenstein well. shows up for no reason. Nice. 
no reason. He just wanders in. Uh, Frankenstein. Hey. Hey, what's up, Frankenstein? Um, more camera tricks so that uh, Chick and Oli disappear. One of them, only the top half disappears, and one only the bottom half disappears. Oh. So one has <laughs> legs and one's a belly to head. Oh, and again, 1941, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good yeah, tricks. right. Um, there's one. This is so stupid. It's yeah. so, it's a throwaway little thing, but it's I just love it. It's so silly and dumb. Uh, all, while all this crazy stuff is happening, uh, so there's this bear wandering around, and of course a guy has a gun. Because it's a movie, so he shoots at the bear. <laughs> the bear turns to him and he goes, <laughs> You missed me. You need glasses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I have to go. <laughs> As if I didn't have a reason to go back and watch this already. <laughs> and, then, and then there's two dogs. And one dog turns to the other and says, Can you imagine that? A talking bear. <laughs> Oh my god. It's so stupid. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. And so all this crazy stuff happens and the you know, whatever, the guy gets the girl and blah blah blah. They they wrap up all their screwball comedy story. Right. And then they go back to the movie set at the beginning and the guy's finishing some when you know, and that's what the movie's about. Right. And and the guy finishes summarizing the movie that he started summarizing seventy minutes ago. Oh my god, that's fantastic! And I... The director says, the director is like, uh, he says, because uh, you know, Olsen and Johnson and this guy, they're like, no, this is how we should do it, like the stage show. And the director yeah. says, that's a terrible idea, and shoots him. <laughs> the end. Oh my god. <laughs> that's. Oh my god! I have to go back and f watch this from end to end now. At this point, oh man! So, so the like the one sentence plot summary would be: mm -hmm. a, a film shoot is interrupted when the stars tell the director they should do it like their stage show. The director disagrees and shoots their friend. <laughs> the end. <laughs> But also, yeah. <laughs> and so, God, yeah, it's like, I mean, it, it goes back to, you know, one of one of the greatest jokes in the history of jokes at uh, the end of the second episode of The Young Ones, where, you know, they spend the whole episode digging for oil, and then Viv says, oh, by the way, it was a complete lie about the oil. Oh, no, well, yes. Yes, yes. By the way, God. They they should have just they should have just ended that with like a because it was um, such a perfect <laughs> ending. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, Olsen and Johnson they you know they were they were big deals after that, and so they followed this up with another movie called Crazy right. House, right? Which has Shem Powered again. Yeah. Uh, the Lindy Hoppers come back. Whitey's Lindy Hoppers this time with Count Basie. Oh wow. His whole nice. orchestra plays. Uh, right. uh, they have a, a spotlight moment, which is cool. Right. Um, in a minor role, do you know Hans Conried? 
you know that name? Uh, not that I can think of. He did no, a lot of he tra- he transitioned into voice acting, and he right. did Captain Hook in Peter uh, Pan. Uh, right, he was uh, Smiley Whiplash. Ah, uh, uh, okay, got if it. If you remember the the Doctor Seuss cartoon with the the Zacks, he did the mm-hmm. voice of the North going Zacks and the South going Zacks. Okay, he, all right. Oh, I love Hunt. He has one of those just top ten voices. Um, so. Again, this is um, being metatextual or whatever. Right. Uh, Olsen and Johnson are, it opens with them throwing a parade for themselves in Hollywood. <laughs> and which, they all like, yay, hooray, yes, we did it. <laughs> which, let's be honest, they deserve at that point. <laughs> they absolutely deserve. Um, and we cut to Universal Studios where they're which they're approaching down the street and everyone is freaking out like oh no they're coming <laughs> including um basil rathbone as sherlock holmes is like deducing the fact that oh no it must be olsen and johnson this is terrible let's get out of here um another great voice guy uh andy divine andy divine was a western guy and he was on the jack benny radio show for a while um He's he's a, just all the Universal stars are like panicking that Olsen and Johnson are coming and they're all hiding from them. I they do barricade remember. the studio and they I, won't let them in. So they fire themselves in with cannons. <laughs> I, I do remember um, Andy Devine's name. I just, it's it's been a while. Okay. All right. All right. He's, he's one of those guys, he'll get name checked sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was an old Western actor. He He's yeah. one of those guys who showed up in everything in like the 40s. Right. 40s and 50s. Um, and well, 30s and 40s. Anyway, um, so yeah, so they, they, they go into cannons and shoot themselves into the studio since they were barricaded out. They go in to see the studio head and his secretary screams, jumps through her desks and closes a lid somehow closes the desk up behind her. <laughs> <laughs> and this is all like the first two minutes of the movie. All this uh, crazy stuff happens in the first like two minutes. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's, it's a hell of a start. It's a great <laughs> movie. Um, it, and it co-stars Cass Daly, who is phenomenal. Another, like Olsen and Johnson, just another human cartoon. Right. This lady was like a whirlwind. Um, she, this was the first movie that I saw her in, and I had to go watch her in other movies. And a lot of her stuff, excuse me, a lot of her stuff is on YouTube. Um, Cass Daly, just insanely good physical comedy. Cass Daly, um, okay. I'm going to have to take a note and go check that out. Yeah, Cass like Cass Elliot and Daly mm-hmm. like Mayor Daly. Okay. D-A-L-E-Y. Okay. D-A-L-E-Y. Right, um, right. Got it. There's a couple of her movies are on YouTube and um, a lot of clips where she's singing a song that was in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, the physical comedy, it's not just like 
funny faces and goofy walks. It's right. whirling her arm, her arms, wrapping them around her own waist to embrace <laughs> herself. Uh, her her shoulders going up and down about a foot and a half. <laughs> Just crazy manic energy. Right. Um, right. She uh, she uh, she kind of reminds me of. <laughs> I'm looking at my notes. The two people she reminded me of were Kristen Shaw. Oh um, yes, okay. in Flight of the Concords, where she's okay. like Jason Brown is kind of crazy. Right, right, right. And also like Daffy Duck. Okay. <laughs> she kind of has. She'll do little hops in her dancing, and that is one hell of her, an intersection right there. I mean, she's a cartoon. See, this is why um, you need to. This is why you need to now go watch Bob's Burgers because basically, in describing Kristen Shaw and Donald Duck combined, you've described Louise Belcher. Who Kristen Shaw Excellent. plays on Bob Berger, Bob's Burger. I'm gonna so. have to go. Yeah, it's yeah. on my list. I put it in my yeah. queue the other day, so Good. maybe it'll happen. Oh, it's worth it. Um, yeah. and you know, it's the '40s, so everyone has to sing. Uh, she would, she could, um, she could sing like a a, a beautiful alto voice. Right. Right. Um. And she could do the bellowing song. <laughs> like right. right, right, right. Oh, where is my wandering mother? Dash it, it, dash it, it, I love my mom and when there is no other. And, and in that regard, she reminds me also of B. Benaderet or June Foray, the big uh, voice actresses, the sort of, okay. um, the you know, the, the Mel Blanc of women right right and you know people i i love the the eulogy that uh b benaderet was not the female mel blank mel blank was the male b benaderet i love that aha uh-huh. oh i like that too um, yeah um but yeah just the thing she could do with her voice was amazing the thing she could do the way that she used all of her joints Mm-hmm. <laughs> to just be this crazy whirling dervish right um and she made she was always the butt of the joke and she was always the quote-unquote ugly one she's not uh-huh. like some hideous hag um right. she looks like you know like Catherine Hahn or Jane Lynch that sort of okay. uh, look okay. right um not an but, ugly woman just a plain regular normal looking woman yeah yeah, yeah. right like cool great mm-hmm. um, right but she could move her face she had a rubber face just okay she could twist her face in the crazy orientations and her, her <laughs> she had the jim carrey gift <laughs> she had the jim carrey gift of faces yeah. and and her teeth <laughs> stuck out okay her teeth yeah. stuck out and she was you know like skinny uh-huh. and she would exaggerate that and she always she made sure her teeth were always sticking out okay and okay. that her jaw she would bring her her chin back right so she looked like a you know like something out of mad magazine right she kind of you know she effect. exaggerated okay. everything and right, she right, exaggerated right. her skinny build mm-hmm. to be more angular right you know and there there's a few of these songs on youtube of her she starts the song, you know, graceful and, you know, um, in some like fancy dress and her hair done up just right. Right. Um, you, pl- you can't blame a girl for trying. 
uh, is yeah. an example of this. is a It's a medley, and it starts. She's all she's all put together and glamorous, and by the end, her hat's flying off, her hair's falling apart. It's down halfway, you know, on one side of her face, and okay. her, just it, it it everything falls apart into mm. just goofiness. Okay, but I it's mean, on purpose, and it's yeah tightly controlled she's a, the master of what she's doing it the mistress of what she's doing it's so good that is so cool and that that's um god there's a handful of of live acts that have kind of mimicked that and been able to recapture that i guess in sketches you've seen people do mm, that yeah where it's like you know and I, I can't think of them obviously off the top of my head right now but you know You've seen it done in like um, SNL and and in some so like short form a disaster, right? Like some short form com- some short form comedy and improv shows where it's like you know, and now I'm you know, and and now welcome the you know the great so and so, and then they basically you know their their bit gets progressively worse and worse and worse yeah. and worse for a gag effect. Um, yeah, yeah. That when you when that shtick is done well. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, see, you can't blame a girl for draw, for trying. It's really good. Um, yeah. Tomorrow you belong to Uncle Sammy's pretty good. Um, in the movie Ladies Man, which is really funny, Spike Jones right. and the City Slickers are also in that movie. So oh, that's cool. Naturally, it's fantastic, and that's right. I think the whole movie's on YouTube. Um, okay. But she does, um, Mom. Mama Ikero, Mama Ikero, da 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 the sort of you know Latin number, right? Um, this nineteen forty seven this movie. Um, so the thing with this, not only is the band really good, right? Not only does she sing really well, yeah. Not only is she funny, but the band right. gets to be funny. Like when the when the music oh, is funny. That's the best bit. Yeah, when the band gets to play back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like when <clears throat> you don't see it much, but you see it occasionally in like a jazz band where a talented soloist can play a funny solo. Yeah, right. And there's right, no right. words and there's no right. physicality. It's just notes, but it's right. funny. Like yeah. that's special yeah and they play and, it back to you for gag yeah, yeah yeah and the band is able to do that um but so it's this um it's this big exciting thing and then it stops and it's the the dramatic part in the middle it's the slow ballad in the middle mm-hmm. <laughs> and again this reminds me of daffy duck right she goes them and her range i I'll have to put in a clip of her doing it because oh, I yes, can't do it justice. But she's like, Oh, Elmer, Bob, a million things she told me. Oh, it's all the other things she told me. She is for the Terrarium things she told me. Yeah. 
fantastic. Oh, that's so funny. After the second letter, mm-hmm. a quarter of the way in, you go, okay, I get it. <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> going, all right, all right, all right, yeah, right. It's the thing where I get it, okay, it's not funny. Okay, it's really funny. <laughs> okay, wait, yeah, this is really good, Come yeah. all the way around to being really funny. Right. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so good. Oh, right. um, another thing on YouTube is she did a great episode on um, – Bob Hope's show from 1954. Mm. Um, there's a sketch. It's like a 10-minute sketch where, maybe not that long, but it's a sketch where Bob Hope is playing a big, a big fancy director who's looking for a new star. And he wants a, okay. someone he's never, no one's ever seen. Right. You know, it could be anyone. And, and uh, Cass Daly plays this waitress in this restaurant taking his order. And so she's like... And she perks up and she starts handing it up all around him and, you know, (laughs) falling into his lap and leaning over the table. And it's just, it's so riotously funny. It's just, it's a plus clowning. It's just, it's so good. It's, it's incredible. And I mean, it's one of the things where the entire audience is falling out of their chairs laughing. The crew is, is laughing. The, you know, no one is controlling themselves anymore. Dan, it's, it's it's the best. We're gonna need some links, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, show notes yeah. are gonna have some links because yeah. oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, because hell's a pop, and I know where to find some of these other ones. It, it's beyond me, but I'm yeah. super duper looking forward to at this point watching these. This is gonna be oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Cass Daily friggin' rules. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I decided to lump her in with this episode because I was like, you know, they co-starred with each other. They're kind of right. in the same vein of like early 40s, just these living cartoons. I can't right. think of a better way to put it. They are no, human live-action cartoons. They that's are absolutely completely it. bananas. Yeah, and the other thing that's downright surreal um, with with Helsapop and, and then with some of the acts that you're talking about is that um, the those bits, those 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 the physical gags and stuff like that, they were out there and they were being done by these folks in the '40s. But then that whole style of physical comedy, it's done to a limited extent in. Um, Marx Brothers and in um, Three Stooges, but not to the like to the balls to the wall the, the way that they do it uh, until yeah. until many years later you see that that uh, style of like manic physical comedy across the entire set where you've got multiple folks um, engaging in that frenetic speed. You start to yeah. finally see that again in some of the um, the eighties comedy movies. Where they'll they'll stage folks like in the police academy movies or or in um uh oh god um what is it which one is it with the um where they're carrying the uh uh weekend at Bernie's where the the like the oh, the yeah, whole yeah. cast of folks that show up at the house party each one has a different physical gag that they're supposed to be doing all at the same time right. while the camera's capturing the whole the whole thing. And and every time that you go back and watch the, the movie, there's another silly physical transaction going on. There's another comedy yeah. bit going on, you know. 
And yeah, there's, um, there's sort of 80s movies where it's here's the three or four main characters you're supposed to care about, and here's the 40 people, each right. of whom does one thing. Right, right. And, and yeah, yeah, you're right. That was a big thing. It was kind of a vaudeville. Yeah. You know, in vaudeville, it was, well, here's the guy who does this. Here's the right. lady who does this. Here's the right. duo who does this. And they do their 10 minutes, and then that's all they do. Right. And then let's put them on the radio. Let's put them on t- on movies. Right. And later, let's put them in a variety show on TV. And then people are like, okay, we've had enough of seeing one a guy do something for two minutes, and that's all yeah. he does. Right. And it went away for like 20, 30 years. And yeah. then, yeah, yeah, like you said, those big ensemble pieces, it came back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they kind of, they, they ended up throwing those folks that were capable of those like one bit gags in as set de- decoration at that point. They became human set decoration. Um, yeah. Similar like to, in, uh, in UHF had a lot of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Al Yankovic going, oh my God, I love these guys. I got it right. with this person. He's right. Dr. Demento, call up your friend. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 exactly. But yeah, there's, um, I got to go back and I'm now really excited to go back and watch Hells of Poppin' because that was the one thing that I do remember from my my very quick kind of clicky boo through the entire thing was that <laughs> it is frenetic. Um, yeah. That's that's the term that keeps coming to, to my mind where it's just like, it is so fast paced that they barely let you keep up. Well, no, it's not that they barely let you keep up. It's that they expect you to keep up with the fact that they've worked so hard to get gag after gag after gag in there as fast as possible. It has a level of manicness to it that you find in only a handful of Monty Python's flying circus sketches um there's not really anything else out there that i can think of that really captures the feeling of hell's a popping it is it, it is unique in how fast it delivers silliness and how fast it delivers laughs yeah and that's the thing i mean so much after the sort of screwball era ended and i yeah. mean bust you know we did two and a half hours on buster keaton in one of yes. our first episodes because he's yes. just the master and oh god he's wonderful and um the general is know, so much keaton, fun keaton and arbuckle were amazing together and keaton by himself was amazing and the the march brothers are amazing you know harpo's right physical stuff and Groucho's verbal stuff um, yeah. but and and there's um you know, a thousand other people from that era yeah. who weren't the big names that we still know today, right. who were also being crazy. We just yeah. don't remember them. Um, but yeah, once that frenetic energy, madcap screwball stuff kind of died out in the 40s, and it was, I mean, mostly it was a long, embarrassing death. You know, the the Three Stooges started out wacky and 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 over time degraded into yeah. All right, let's let's do a number seven. All right. Yeah, yeah. And then mm. uh, you know, like when Buster Keaton uh, needed to pay the bills, <laughs> and he he said the 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 worst decision he ever made was signing to the studio. Right. Um, and he turned out all these crappy two reelers that were like three stooges knockoffs right and it's like oh and okay. it was just 
let's here hit the guy ha 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 yeah right now hit him ha 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 and it, right. just, it was just a slow sad death yeah right <laughs> and so I'm, by 1950 or so when these things are finally going away people are like oh my god what were we thinking it's like no, 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 no. <laughs> a long time ago when it was amazing and awesome and before you made copies of copies of copies um but just that the level of energy where it's so hyper and crazy yeah like you see big ensembles and you see yeah. groups of weirdos and you see silly but the silliness is usually um something like oh i'm a button you know like the ministry of silly walks where the mm -hmm. guy is buttoned down and straight laced and refuses right. to admit that he's silly right right or you know like he doesn't you know from the waist up he doesn't act silly yeah um it's a lot of um, people who are unaware of how crazy they are. Yep, yep. Ministry of the Silly Walks is a bad example because it's there in the name and the whole premise. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really, kind of acknowledged going into it. But, but that sort of performance where it is, you know, if you think Mr. Show or SNL or Kids in the Hall, it's, um, they're always, they believe character. You know, they're more method in their character. Right. They're not winking. Right, right. Um, it's it... which is which is great, and it's all great stuff. But it just it's not exciting. Yeah, silly, and it's hilarious, and I love it. I completely love it. It's not a complaint at all. Right. At all. No, it's but not. It, it doesn't have that madcap. And that like, oh my God, that's happening! Wow. <laughs> right, the, the the manic energy that you capture in 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 Hell's a Poppin is very signaturely unique. In that, there's yeah. not one of the things that I think you've heard me say in the past when I've talked about it is that each joke in the other comedy formats that kind of uh, follow Screwball are um transactions they're joke transactions with you know the expectation that there will be a uh, delivery of joke and here is the joke now and now here's enough space to have a giggle and now we move on to the next delivery um mm, mm, whereas mm -hmm. um hell's a poppin is just like you you fill a giant bucket full of jokes and you just keep pouring until the film reel runs out <laughs> yeah yeah Exactly. It, it it really is just nonstop. <laughs> I mean, similar energies I got from the Goon Show. I would say the the best half of Goon Show episodes um, attained that energy where you jokes would come in sideways and you didn't see it coming. You know. Um, some of, I would say, Steve Martin's best stand-up uh, from the 70s had had some of that. That's another one that's on my eternal to-do list at this point is to go back and check out the Goon Show stuff because you had talked about that a while back and yeah. I had just not gone and checked it out. Um, <clears throat> I uh, had watched some video or some YouTube clips 
of uh, the Goon Show guys. But yeah, that's yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and kind of TBD that. And, and yeah, the uh, the last Goon Show of all is a popular one where they right. uh, they reunited. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good episode. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I I can send you a list of the best ones. Please do. Um, the uh, BBC send our listeners a list of the best ones too. I think if you go to uh, BBC Four, they have it on their website. They, okay. And there's like 50 episodes that you can sit there and listen to. And I mean, they're mostly great. Um, yeah, The Flea is a is a fun one. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Um, oh, I found it. Yeah. Look at that. They've got, they've got, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, was eleven. I forgot. Yeah. You know what? I do remember looking at this the, the last time that we talked about the Goon Show. So I'm not going to do round two of me discovering this. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's disrespectful to you. So. Yeah, I appreciate uh, you mentioning it, though. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's always good to be like, hey, remember that? Remember that one time? Right. That right. really good thing. It's still really good. I, I should still go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the Sleeping Prince, the Mysterious Punch Up, the Conquer, um, the Flea, um, Drums Along the Mercy is good. Scratch. Yeah, there's. There's the choking horror. Oh, the House of Teeth. That's a good one. Oh, um, that one sounds fun. Okay. Oh, ooh, season six, uh, Tales of Montmartre. That has, <laughs> All right. That is my favorite. Uh, it's right. on uh, on the index. Uh, it's on page seven. Uh, yeah, BBC Four Extra, The Goon Show. Uh, Tales of Montmartre has my favorite. My favorite Goon Show joke. Nice. All right. When uh, it, the the key word is okay, darling. When <laughs> okay. The, when the okay, darling joke happens, that's my favorite. All right. Um. Anyway, so yeah, there are other things that <clears throat> sort of rhyme with that energy, and you can the unpredictable. Though I mean, yeah, I would agree you, with that. You can watch a comedy and be like wow that's so random you don't know what's gonna happen next right but it's not gonna be a demon walking through the thing and then he gets drafted and he his clothes are torn off yeah that's it's not, not gonna, gonna be, happen yeah it's not gonna be that level of mad capery that they do the, that they uh, capture in um hell's Poppin. yeah a taxi is not gonna explode into existence <laughs> that won't happen no. in your totally random movie no it is just completely nuts it's just yep. zany and screwball in the in the absolute best sense of the words right to me hell's a poppin is like the pinnacle of screwball comedy of right. zany madcap circa 1940 comedy yeah um they broke the mold and olsen and johnson their next movie um like i said was was pretty was pretty good um, and then they did two more that were, you know, diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, that the that second movie, Crazy House, where um, Castaly is in it. Oh, and she plays herself and her stand-in. She <laughs> plays her her double. Of course, that's fantastic. Which is great. <laughs> and so you know, she gets to yep. she gets to be a glamorous movie star as well right. as 
right uh you know an anonymous whatever right um but yeah they did a couple more movies that they you know they were fine they're fun to watch but they're not classics yeah. or nothing right um but yeah hell's a popping <clears throat> definitely watch that crazy house is a lot of fun um for cast daily uh like i say ladies man is the best movie with her Cast daily. i think the All whole right. movie is ladies on man. right right okay um, All right. and she comes in about maybe a third of the way in or halfway in and steals the show because she's fun um and yeah i'll I'll put uh, some of these songs in the show notes uh mama Ikero and uh um you can't blame a girl for trying if nothing else all right uh, yeah yeah and and the bob hope sketch uh if that's still on youtube yeah it's, it's just these are so much fun and so phenomenal and uh you know whenever uh you know whenever something terrible happens in the world and uh they go oh, you know i don't i wouldn't feel right doing something silly right now right well right. this was i mean hell's a poppin it was already shot and made but it came out two weeks after pearl harbor and did great business so <laughs> it's, yeah. it's never a bad time for a laugh people are right. always looking for something to take their minds off the gruesomeness also, of outside it is also somewhat interesting um that that came out you said it came out just after uh uh pearl harbor right yeah about two and a half weeks later talk about i mean i don't know whether it was timing or what but just like Talk about a, a perfect, I guess, antidote to what would have been a pretty horrible trauma at the time, you know? Yeah. Uh, very interesting kind of counterpoint, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, that's and wild. the funny thing, whenever, whenever we think of World War II and, yeah. you know, we always think of it as very stoic and everyone yeah. pulled together and did their part and no one complained but if right. you listen to the radio programs from back then yeah or watch the cartoons from then it's everyone's complaining yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this right. sucks <laughs> rationed come yeah. on hey, yeah. Yeah. yeah can i have some of your tickets give me some of your stamps <laughs> right right you yeah, know no, I... and alan George Burns and Gracie Allen had a great show. And, you know, they're always complaining about how you can't find any steak. Yeah. <laughs> you know, someone, someone found some hamburger. Oh, my God, where is it? Where you keep it hidden? Yeah. Also, that um, that that era of um, the Monty Python does this really well of like the um, socks. You had socks. You know, there was a lot of uh, that, yeah. that, um, that that gag. The four Yorkshiremen, yeah, one yeah, of the, the four Yorkshiremen, greatest sketches of all time. I, I I'll tell you after after oh. talking with years ago when when I I would talk with and kind of um, get a chance to visit with some of the the uh, every once in a while little Aaron uh, would go to um, air shows and stuff like that, and they'd have uh, like the actual World War II veterans there at the air shows signing you know signatures of the planes and stuff like that, and those yeah, guys. Yeah. I mean, they were the four Yorkshire men, right? And every story oh, that you sure. heard out of these guys and, and the women as well. My my grandmother would tell me stories about, you know, 
being uh, American civil service during World War II. And, you know, she'd, she'd say uh, she'd say stuff like, yeah, you know, there were days where we couldn't turn on our lights because, you know, we were worried that the Jerry's were going to bomb us. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, that period of time sucked. So yeah. uh, having something oh, like Hell's sure. a Popping, I think, would have been an appropriate antidote to that. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah, if you got a nickel, you can come in and stay all day. Yeah. And you can giggle for two to three hours. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, so that is, uh, that is Hell's a Poppin' and a little um, digression to place the crown on uh, uh, Cass Daly, who right. I didn't know existed until a few months ago. And right. uh, I'm, yeah, she's, she's the tops. She's terrific. I'm, I'm totally for, looking forward to watching some cast daily and watching some hells of popping at this point. That will be fun. Yeah. Cool, uh, man. But yeah. So that have a little 1941, 1942. And, uh, <laughs> that Aaron, take us out with that patented trademarked like Rama music. <laughs> Boom.